Hey everybody, welcome to the Game Informer Show, a weekly podcast about covering the video game industry. Join us every Thursday for a discussion about the latest gaming news, reviews, and exclusive reveals alongside Game Informer staff and special guests from around the industry. I'm your host, Kyle Hilliard, and today I'm joined by co-host Charles Hart. How's it going, Charles? I've been promoted to co-host today. That's right. I'm you know, it's a uh, special guest, Charles Hart. It's uh it's a it's a two person episode, which means you're what are you? You're not a your co host at that point. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. What else can I say? If you're watching the video version, uh you'll see that <laughs> Charles put together this lovely um tribute to Alex and Marcus. <laughs> Alex is out sick and Marcus's internet is out sick, uh it decided today. <laughs> so they're uh, they're alive, but um you know, we want to remember them fondly, I we, guess. Yeah, we don't want to forget them. It's really important. And if this wasn't here, we might, I guess, is what I'm implying. That's true. It, it's funny. It, I, I don't know if you can see it on your end, Charles, but if you are watching the video version, they take up more screen real estate than you and I do with this <laughs> image right now. Um, That's really but, good. But uh, yeah, I mean, this week, it's, hey, it's uh, you might be listening to this on Thanksgiving Day. It's a chill day. It's a chill episode. It might be a shorter episode. We'll see. I say that sometimes, and the clock is like two hours, <laughs> so I don't want to make any promises. But um, yeah, it's a weird time because we are, at the offices of Game Informer, we're sprinting to not have to work if that makes sense right we have we all have a ton of deadlines that we're working on uh that we're trying to get through so we can uh so we can have a nice holiday and so i you know there haven't there weren't like a lot of new games really i charles you played something new which we'll talk about uh chance of senar which i'm not sure if we've i'm if gonna I'm look up how to pronounce it right now because i've questioned yeah. it enough times but mostly, I, I mean, personally, I've just been playing Like a Dragon, Gaiden, colon, The Man Who Erased His Name. And I hit the point in the game, which I was, I'm very appreciative of. Uh, a lot of games are starting to do this lately, and I've heard that Yakuza has been doing this for a long time. Is It was basically like, hey, uh, make a save file here. The next section of this game is going to take a really long time, and you're not going to have a chance to pause. It's going to be like a lot Ooh. of cutscenes and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, very clearly setting me up for the ending, and it's going to take a while. And I saw that screen at, like, 1230 on a on a Thursday night. So I was like, you know what? Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back to it. But, uh, yeah, it's my first, my first true foray uh, into Yakuza or, like, a dragon or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I've been enjoying it. It feels like, in a weird way, it feels like a good stepping on point because it's kind of a shorter snapshot of a like a dragon game and i'm liking it for that reason i i think i'm like 13 hours in and the fact that i'm heading up towards the ending is is very satisfying and i like it also as like hey you think you're gonna try like a dragon infinite wealth you, you think you might be into that here's a here's an appetizer to see if if you're if you're excited for that and i and i think i am i think i am gonna play uh infinite wealth i'm not gonna go back and play seven i'm not gonna go back and play zero through six i, I i'm good um, I watched my wife play a lot of seven, so I'm familiar with Ichiban, but um, I think, yeah, I think I guess I'm a Yakuza fan now, Charles. I did it. I was I was going to ask, are you confused? I guess if you watch your wife play seven, you've got some context at least. I mean, there are a couple scenes where it'll be like uh, Kiryu will be like, hey, it's you. And then and then what it'll do is it'll cut to a sepia photo, like a still of that character 
that I'm supposed to recognize, but it looks like the same. Like it's basically like maybe if you've played the other games, you would see that image and be like, right, that's from Yakuza 4. Mm, but for me, mm -hmm. I'm like, this is just a different photograph <laughs> of the character I'm talking to right now. So there's there's moments like that that go over my head. But I mean, overall, honestly, I'm not I'm not that confused. I, I'm confused by some of the politics of the Yakuza. But I mean, that's not really, I don't think playing the other eight games, right? It's Yakuza 0 through 6. And then Like a Dragon, Yakuza seven so that's seven games and then the two judgment games i guess those those are thrown in there too because <laughs> there's there's a judgment character that shows up and i i, I messed my wife has also played judgment so i just i took a picture of the guy on screen i was like is this guy from judgment and she's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right i think that's all i need to know yeah but anyway i wasn't even planning to talk about like a dragon guide in colon the man who erased his name i want to hear about charles chance of sonar a game that complete i have no idea what this is this is a complete mystery to me for all i know you could be making this game up and i wouldn't know <laughs> oh that would be such a good prank okay uh, uh gonna... i i do i am gonna look it up though is it on steam uh yeah i'm playing it on playstation um i think okay, it's on gonna... basically every platform oh my immediate reaction is intrigue Tell so me about this, game, Charles. this game i had heard about it this came back it came out back in september i had seen people like talk about it on uh, Twitter. I think it was still called Twitter in September. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's still Twitter in my heart. But uh, it is a really interesting game about language. And it handles it in a very, very cool way. So you kind of wake up. And it, there is English in the game in that the game will show you. It's like, this is the stick to move. Press this. Interact with stuff. And like that, mm, that stuff's okay. in English. So you're not going to be like fully confused. But no one speaks English. And everyone speaks in like uh, like a character-based language. So you'll have like a symbol, a few symbols, and then that means some stuff. And at the very beginning, you have no idea what anything means, but you have like a little journal and you can, based on the context of things, you can take notes on what you think this character means. So like an example, there's like a shop and I can see there's like a big sign with a pot on it. And then there's a guy inside working on a pot. And then you can see like a symbol there. And I'm like, okay, that probably means like pottery or something. So I can write that down in the menu. And then anytime. Okay, pause. Are you physically writing this down in a notepad or? It's, this, it's in it's the like menu. built into the, the game. game. It's, yes. Okay, gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. Which I imagine it'd be easier to do on PC in that case because then you literally have a keyboard of. Um, I, it's not that big of a deal. It's not It's not big words or anything. It's not. Right. Uh, I don't know. You're not like typing full sentences. but So you'll see like. I'll be like, I think this word means pottery. You can write that in your notes. And then every time you see that character hovering above it will be the note of the thing that you think it is. So it'll be like oh, pottery. So you, you can be wrong. Absolutely. Right? Oh, interesting. Eventually, once you see enough like words in the wild, your character will be like, I have like a theory. And then there'll be a little page in the notebook and it's some drawings and circles. And you can match up what the things are to actually know what they are. And at that point, you start getting like fluent in the language. So pretty early on, you learn like you and me and go and want like those sorts of things. And then you'll talk to people and then it'll be like, you go dot, dot, dot. And that's like a character you don't know. Me want dot, dot, dot. And then you're basically figuring stuff out through context. Um, and I think it sounds more confusing than it is. It's done in this like surprisingly 
uh, intuitive way of like, uh, you just see a word enough times in a certain context. You're like, gosh, that's gotta mean like, I don't know, key or this or that. And as you go through the game, I'm only, I just like finished the second area and I'm about to go into the third. Um, but the different areas you're in, they speak like different kind of different languages. It's definitely like different dialects. Um, oh, okay. So some so of it, it's playing around with accents and stuff too, I guess. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and the, the characters are completely different, uh, like the, the right written characters, but there's like an early thing when you get to the second area, there's a little display and it's like a Rosetta stone where you're like, this says this word and then right above it in the other language, it says presumably the same thing. And then you can like start to translate stuff. And then like in one language, there's not like the letter S, right, to mean plural things. So in one, it might be like this symbol before a word means plural. Or in another thing, it might be like if there's multiple of a thing, that means it's plural. So as someone who's just like generally interested in language as a concept, it's it's super cool. The story is, Kyle, you talked about uh, like inside and just that genre of game where it's like, yeah, something's happening. I don't really know what it is, but like something's happening. I can follow it's- it. It's some of my favorite stuff, man. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, <love it. laughs> I was like, Kyle would like this. Like, there's a there's parts All where right. it's like, God says warrior, warrior goes to sun, and then it's like, all right, next area, and that's like, you got to figure <laughs> out what that means. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at. I, I also one thing you uh, the only the only thing I can add to this conversation is looking at screenshots, and I love the way the game looks. It's got yeah. this really cool like red and yellow sort of style. Yeah, I'm. Tra- it, I mean, it's certainly. I've seen games that look kind of like it, but it's it's really cool. Um, I'm totally intrigued by this. Like I said, I went from a zero before this podcast to now. Like, well, it looks like it's on Switch, and you can even download a demo. Do I need to check out Chance Ooh, of yeah. Sonar? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I it was a thing where I was like, I'm mad I didn't think of this earlier because I want like. I want more. I want more people on staff to play it for like end of year stuff, because um, it, it's a it's a really good game. It's worth talking about, and yeah, it looks like it came out in September, so it wasn't too long ago. Yeah, um, it's it vague. Vaguely reminds me of the same feeling I had playing Tunic, um, which also oh, has right. a like made up language. But in Tunic, you don't. I don't think you really have to understand it at all. There's some stuff that eventually you're like, you can intuit things mean things. But I like the idea of going through a world and it's like, I don't know what this means. And then you like literally you feel yourself becoming fluent in this language, even though you're only learning like, I don't know, 15 words. Yeah, it's cool. Cool game. Chance of Center. Yeah. Did you look up the pronunciation? Did you find anything? No. (laughs) (laughs) Still guessing. I looked it up. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm absolutely. That might be maybe that's one I throw on my um, my holiday plans are like um, uh, like a dragon. Right, uh, we've already been over that, and then probably Talos Principle Two, and then maybe this. This might be in third place. I also have Gunbrella downloaded on my Switch as well. That those are kind of the games I wanna, I wanna play. I've done like two or three hours of Gunbrella. That's a good. That's a good. I'm one. in the same boat. Yeah, I played it on my Steam Deck and I liked it. And it's it's silly, but I was like, eh, I kind of want to start over on Switch. I'd rather play with the the lighter console. I also, man. I also am like sort of looking at Final Fantasy 16, a game that I started but didn't finish. That I was like, should I? How much time do I think I have? I don't know. I don't... Yeah, how far did you get? Um, I got 
two basically gosh i don't want to go into spoilers necessarily but there's a character early on that you presume is dead okay and then like i got to the point in the game where you learn that they are in fact not dead so this is like uh, the the major time skip i think like you're past that uh i don't know no i guess not because i wasn't aware of a time skip so like i must be just on the cusp of that it was probably like four or five hours or something like it wasn't like it wasn't it was more than a dabble but less than a playthrough oh (laughs) that makes sense you know like i i did i played quite a bit but uh something else came out or i wasn't totally hooked in but i uh i also had the i was the the plan was to uh trade the controller with my wife and we both kind of fell off and we were playing it on easy and i was like i kind of want to restart maybe on the harder difficulty uh any yeah but i don't we'll see i mean i'm i'm talking a big game here but you know i'm probably just gonna play <laughs> like a dragon and then a bunch of picaros or something <laughs> uh, do you have any picaros. games that you're like this is what i'm gonna play while i have a little time off here you know i uh so i, I will say i started chance of senar because i wanted to play the talos principle too because marcus really liked it Right, and yeah. I forgot that like I get motion sick with first person puzzle games. There's like something about the fact that it's like I got to look here and then I got to spin around and go to this thing and then I got to turn around and do this like the spinning just like gets to me. So I played uh-huh. like five minutes and I was like, I like I don't think I can do this. Um, wow, but but like Call of Duty doesn't give you motion sickness. It doesn't. Or? And I, I think it's because you're not. Uh, um, not not every first person game makes me motion sick because usually it's it's about going forward. I think it's when I have to like spin and turn around. I'm also very impatient with puzzle games. Like, okay, I got to get this. Oh, this. Sure. Oh, I got it. Um, so yeah, I also tried to play uh, Tear Down, which just came to PS5. Right. Yeah, and I've always thought it was really cool looking, and I just didn't never had faith that my PC would be able to play it. And that one has this weird thing where when you move, the the camera tilts. So it's like you're like top heavy and you can't turn it off on PS5. So I was like, I can't play this game either. All this to say, then I started Chance of Center. I was like, great. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to see this one all the way through. Did, um, did you play Portal or Portal 2 or were those, you couldn't do those either? I can. So those are good enough games that I powered through them, but it, it was like, like I, I did Portal 1 in like five or six sittings, which is like, oh really? Yeah. That's not, it's a short game. game. Um, but yeah, it, it did get, it generally got to the point. I, 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 uh, uh, always thought gravity rush looked cool. Uh, that's like motion sickness incarnate. Um, that was one third person. Would that change anything? I don't know. It's different. It's just the fact that you're always turning and it's like, I don't know what's up and what's down. Oh yeah. Um, That's yeah. That's the king of that game. I like the king of that. I got most of the way through gravity wash one and i didn't finish it and it was to the point where i was like should i start like taking dramamine <laughs> before playing this game and i was like i, I feel like you shouldn't have to medicate yourself <laughs> to play a video game so yeah. i didn't bother i mean unless you like really got to see what happens next you know maybe yeah. it, it path- i don't know if you played portal 2 but that's a game that like it's paced so well i think it would be hard to put down you know and you'd be like it's like well i gotta take pop some dramamine here so i can see what, <laughs> what you know what's going on with uh cave johnson I think I did most of Portal 2. It was kind of a weird thing because I had somehow like had the ending spoiled for me. Oh, bummer. Through some like internet theory or something. I don't know. 
So it was a thing where I wasn't super like invested in getting all the way to the end. Yeah, okay. Um, but I didn't really answer your question. The the game I uh, want to get back to is Resident Evil 4 because I oh, gave right. it a try and I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> really? I don't get it. Okay. I'm sure I could get into it. I just I I just was getting annoyed. I was like, why is it so hard to kill anyone? I got to run away half the time. Um I don't know. And not to say that there's there's not a place for that type of game. It was just I I expected it to immediately click and it didn't. Right. Um, how how far did you get into that one? Like 90 minutes maybe. So, did they ring the bell? Uh I got to the merchant for the first time. Oh, okay. So you got way... Okay. Because I feel like if the whole sequence in the village where it just ramps up the intensity to like 11 in the first hour and then they ring the bell and they all leave, I feel like if that's not... If you didn't play through that and were like, hell yeah, I don't... Maybe not Resident Evil 4 is not for you. I don't know. I just don't like... And and it, this isn't how like art works. I just want... <laughs> I just want to go into someone else's head and know like what they're feeling to like target that feeling because i right. to me it's not like i don't know i i just feel like i've i've felt cool things in video games like final fantasy 16 there's some like super cool set pieces in that where i'm like i think anyone would think this is really cool and that opening village scene i was like yeah it's a bunch of zombie guys i don't think i have enough ammo to kill any of them so i'm just kind of running around uh waiting for the game to tell me either go here or i don't know but they were you all know we should leave. do sometime i don't know if we'll be able to do it this year but you, if we could stream you playing Resident Evil 4 and have someone like me and or Blake just there <laughs> with you uh-huh, uh-huh. to be like, like, try this. Maybe this, you know, are you shooting them in the knees? You know, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Because you're like, you don't really want to go for headshots in Resident Evil 4. Um, but also, Charles, if you're not into Resident Evil 4, that's okay. You know, no one's, it's, it's not a big deal. You're not, uh, you know, obligated. <laughs> I feel the way about Resident Evil 4 that I feel about Taylor Swift. Where I'm like, I don't think I like it. And I don't understand why so many other people like it. And that bothers. Like, I don't like, I don't think they're wrong for liking it. I just don't understand it. And I want, I want it. I want to yeah. feel the way people feel going to the Eras tour and entering the first <laughs> village in Resident Evil 4. They're the same thing, basically. Basically you know, the they're, same. They're basically I think this, I think this is Taylor Swift. As far as I haven't, I haven't met her yet. <laughs> what are you pointing at it's off screen sorry it's oh i forgot your crop i do have the resident <laughs> evil 4 game form right here uh ashley swift yeah that's she's taylor's <laughs> sister um this transition is uh, not going to work because we've moved past motion sickness but speaking of motion sickness i did want to touch briefly on assassin's creed vr which i i started and i was interested in it i you know you're always going to be hesitant about uh vr stuff and um i ran into some like major issues with it like working but i want to like have include the asterisk here that like i don't think it was necessarily the game's fault i think there was just something in my setup like i have a pretty well lit area that i play vr it's a quest 3 game i wasn't like plugged into my computer or anything but i kept having this issue where like i would try to climb because it's assassin's creed so there's sequences where you're climbing and like, uh, and you're playing as um, Ezio, and like he wouldn't, he just wouldn't grab onto the wall. 
Like he just like I would I would see the hand animation grab onto the 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 wall and then try to lift myself up and he would just like let go. And it was like consistently happening with every wall I encountered. And I and like I said, I don't I don't know if it's I don't know if other people I don't know if I haven't heard a lot of people talking about playing it. Maybe I just miss those conversations, but like I don't I think I might just have some weird setup issue or I need to reinstall it or you know, recalibrate my room or something. But um one thing I did want to call out is um I really liked it's a weird thing to call out, I suppose, but that's just how it goes in VR. You do sword fighting and climbing and those those feel somewhat familiar to other VR experiences. But um, the one thing that Assassin's Creed had that I was really into was to uh, get your wrist blade. You have to actually take the controller and kind of flick it out like that. And I was like, and you and you do get to like sneak up behind people and you can like flip and then like stab them. And I was like, okay, that's a pretty good, that's a good <laughs> VR thing. Like this is, uh-huh. this feels good. That one, it's like in Half-Life Alex where you can um, pull things towards you, where you sort of like just you sort of highlight them and you flick your wrist back and, and Alex just sort of catches them. Uh, which is one of those, it's like one of those things in VR that when you play other VR games, I'm like, I need that. I need that half-life Alex, like gravity divide. They have a name for it. It's like in the, 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 the context of the world that invented this thing that lets you just sort of pull things towards you. Um, and I feel like the wrist blade is like that. I want that snappy wrist blade in other VR games. Now I want to play it some more. We'll see uh, if I get around to it. I apparently I'm planning to play all the video games over Thanksgiving <laughs> break. So I don't, I don't know if I'll get back to Assassin's Creed VR, but a uh, good wrist blade action uh, is what I wanted to call out specifically. Uh, Charles, you have a segment prepared about uh, Thanksgiving birds. <laughs> Why? Well, yes, I do. I, yeah, I want you to set this up because I, I, I'm almost not quite sure what uh, <laughs> what it is you're planning exactly. Well, uh, So tell me about it while I sort of rearrange our setup to make it fit in here better. So uh, we were talking about, you, you mentioned earlier, we're, we're kind of scrambling uh, to get some stuff ready for Thanksgiving so we can be like, you know, we're still posting things. The site's still alive, even if, you know, we're eating turkey with our families. Um, and it was like, yeah, it's a good time for like, you know, quick, fun little articles, whatever. And I was, I don't know why this, this particular idea came to me. I'm almost positive it's been done before. I haven't looked, I didn't look very hard, but I basically decided what if instead of a turkey on Thanksgiving, you ate a bird from a video game. And if you did <laughs> eat a bird from a video game, which would be the best birds to eat? So Kyle, I have prepared a slideshow. I have my ratings that are going to come in when I click it, but I want you to give your thoughts first and then I can give what I did. This is also a written piece that will be up today. This co- Does this come out right. on Thanksgiving or? Yeah. Yeah. This will be on Thanksgiving day. I think by the time I actually, I made the schedule for everyone to post things. This, your written article will be on the site at the, at this time. Beautiful. Um, so go check it out. And by the way, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, uh, I would encourage you to go check out the video version on our Game Informer Show's YouTube channel because Charles has prepared a PowerPoint presentation that is currently <laughs> it's not, it's not being really shown. It is a PowerPoint presentation. It's just pictures and words. That's all. Uh, I guess that's all. I have PowerPoint that's really. PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> we'll also I'll also make a point. To, I'll try to explain what's on the screen. So if you are yes. just listening, then it'll still be uh, uh, comprehensible. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's kick it off here. 
trading video game birds on deliciousness. This is the thumbnail I made. Oh, oh Kirby just eating a bunch of video game familiar <laughs> video game birds. All right, oh, first no, up, Kazooie. we got Kazooie from Banjo Kazooie. Oh no! Okay, and so okay, so what what is what is what do I add to this? You want me to give? So it a we're reading? rating we're rating them out of ten. Okay. Um, the three things I kept in mind I didn't put this in the article. The things I kept in mind. One is like literally how like delicious do they look? Like does this okay. look like a meaty bird that I could eat and enjoy? Uh, two, would they be easy to like capture? So like if I'm trying okay. to eat like a god bird or something, is that going to be too difficult to wrangle down? Um, and I can't remember what the third one was. I had three in my head, but definitely those two of like, uh, uh, can you catch it and does it look good? All right, and then and then you sort of combine your thoughts on that into oh, and then also how I, I how I feel about them like personality wise. So like oh, I okay. I don't want to eat like a super nice bird or something, you know? Right. Uh, okay. So. All right, so uh, Kazooie, I think, uh, does not look delicious at all. I think they 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 score low there. I think they would be easy to capture because Kazooie bear rarely leaves Banjo's backpack. She's usually and like she doesn't really walk that much. And then uh, in terms of how much I'd want to eat, I mean, she's kind of mean. She's she's kind of rude <laughs> and mean. So I don't, but yeah, that first, that first metric seems pretty important for tastiness. And I don't, mm-hmm. Kazooie does not seem like a tasty bird. So I would say like a six personally, maybe I went with four, four. Oh, even same, oh, same reasoning. Kazooie was originally like a one. And then we got some other birds on this list and I was like, okay, Kazooie's higher. <laughs> Kazooie's gotta be higher than a one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Kazooie also like has too much personality for a bird for me. Like some of these feel right. like birds and Kazooie feels like a character bird. Kazooie's a person you could have a conversation with, you know, exactly. even if she's mean, she's still fully realized. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Okay. Next up we have unpheasant from Pokemon. Black unpheasant looks a lot tastier. I think, um, where are they? How easy are they to capture in the game? They're not like particularly rare, are they? Uh, well, they're a third stage bird evolution. So okay. I, I think there's like shaking grass in black and white, which is like a way you can get really high level Pokemon. But for the most part, I don't think you can catch Unpheasant in the wild. Um, but you can probably catch like a level fifty Tranquil somewhere and evolve it. Unpheasant, so that seems so. kind of tough. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't feel too bad about eating an Unpheasant. There's a lot of Unpheasants. Uh, in the world, you know, there's only one Kazooie. Sure, there's, sure. There's a lot of unpheasants, <laughs> so maybe like, uh, maybe like an eight, maybe. Sure. I want a nine. I want a oh, nine. nine. I think I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Tastiness over other things pretty heavily. <laughs> right. yeah, um, sure. uh, yeah, it's also like a pheasant is a bird people eat. Um, yes, and yeah. the average average pheasant I believe is like two point something pounds. Average unpheasant is sixty three pounds. So okay. this is just like a huge four foot pheasant. It would feed a lot of people. Oh, Cuckoo. Cuckoo? That's Cuckoo, I guess. Uh okay. Yeah. These this would be an this would be like a nine for me, I think. I think because it's just, just a chicken, man. Mm-hmm. If that's all it is, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like uh and I wouldn't feel I mean they're they retaliate. Which is fine. Like they, they should, frankly. I, I don't think that they're 
I like Kazooie's mean because she's like rude and she insults everybody. I wouldn't call a Kuko mean because they attack you when you hit them. I think that is a very reasonable response to being hit with a sword by Link. <laughs> uh, but they probably taste good and, you know, they're not that hard to capture. You just walk up to them and pick them up. It's probably a nine for me. This one's pretty high. So I gave it a zero because what? I don't think you could get one. I think you could grab one. But can now, Kyle, you're the Zelda expert. I don't. Yeah. Can you kill Cuckoos in any of the games? You know that is a really good point, actually. Yeah, because getting them is easy, mm-hmm. right? You can pick up a Cuckoo, and take them wherever you want. You could carry them all the way to Death Mountain. And yeah, throw them and in they're the, fine. The volcano can't. Like I'm pretty but, sure yeah. there's a there's a strat in or not a strat in in Breath of the Wild. You can throw one at like Blight Ganondorf. <laughs> or whatever his name is and yeah. destroy him because they're invincible birds yeah I, that's a great point i don't think you can kill a cuckoo mm-hmm. so I, you know what yeah but if you could the score would be a lot higher yes absolutely yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> um next up we have shriek from ori will the wisps this is a oh, big like right. demon bird thing i had never seen before but uh coworker wesley suggested it um, this is a huge gnarly bird. Um, yeah, this is like the big bad. I feel like of Will of the Wisps. If I very, very bony. Yeah, it does not look like it would taste good at all. It, it just seems like just harsh and tough meat. <laughs> I just, gosh, uh, it, and it's if I remember the game correctly, I, I think it's it's like I said, I think it's like if not the main villain, like of really important villain. So I, I wouldn't feel too bad about eating it. So maybe like a, uh, God, but it does not look like it tastes good. Let's go, let's go five for me. <laughs> I gave it a zero. Also. Another zero. You're just tossing out these zeros. Yeah, like, no, I'm not going to eat this thing. It looks disgusting. <laughs> I think I actually have this labeled wrong. I think it's negative five on the, <laughs> on the article. article. Oh, that's funny. Stormbird from horizon forbidden West slash zero dawn. This is a big robot bird. I mean, zero. You can't eat. The you can't eat it. Right? Zero is metal. <laughs> yeah. um, also, like, wait, is this? These are enemies, right? Or is it? I think these are enemies. Okay, because in 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 the new Horizon, you can get one that will fly you around places, mm. which was sort of a late game unlock that I thought was really cool. I don't eat that one either, though. But so I would feel bad about eating it. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because you can't eat it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got Brewster, the barista bird from Animal Crossing. Now, is is I don't really play a lot of Animal Crossing. Is Brewster is he among the like annoying characters? Because a lot of p- characters people find annoying, right? Yes, I don't think he is. He's. I think he gets mad at you if you let your coffee get cold. I, that's what the Animal Crossing wiki said, which I did okay. read as research. But he's not. Excuse he's me. Pleasant. He's not like a an angry. He's not a Rossetti or anything like that. Okay, he's not scary. I mean, so I would I would feel bad then eating him. I think because, you know, he's just a he's just an entrepreneur trying to get his coffee shop rolling, uh, as you know, a late game Animal Crossing DLC or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He I'm sure he would taste fine. He doesn't look. He looks like Play-Doh. Like he, I think he would be like too salty. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know. Two? He does. He does look salty. I didn't even consider that. Uh, we gave him a six. Six. Okay, man. Like, I, we are, I'm like, 
We've only been oh. lined up on the robot bird. That's the I only appreciate, one. I, yeah, I appreciate the diversity of opinion here. <laughs> well, I should go back and average all our scores for the official. Uh, Frank, okay. Franklin, well, Franklin is a turkey from Animal Crossing. It shows up on Turkey Day. Um, and according to Animal Crossing Wiki, which is the only source I have for this, in the original Animal Crossing, he's invited to town to be dinner. And he oh. hides from everyone. And you can go and like take utensils from people so they can't eat. Weird. Um, I'm sure it tastes great. Ten out of ten, right? Mm-hmm. I give him nine out of ten. Nine uh, out of ten. <laughs> you didn't read the preamble to this article, but part of it is like, wouldn't it be great if we had birds that weren't turkeys? And for me, I'm like, <laughs> this kind of goes against the spirit to give a just a different turkey ten out of ten. So give him nine out of ten. But okay, yeah, fair. definitely good. Definitely good. He's a turkey. <laughs> Next, we have Duck from Duck Hunt. Who? looks like candy he looks like a piece of candy somehow uh so he probably he doesn't taste like poultry he probably just tastes like skittles or something he also seems like he'd be crunchy right doesn't he doesn't he have a crunch to him maybe it's the old sound effects the the clicking of the gun the the light gun i don't know but he seems like a crunchy sweet bird that's like too too much like it's like yeah it's too I want something that tastes more like chicken. I, this is too scary. Oh, I so see I'm, what you're saying. You're I'm going to say like uh, five. I'm going with five. Um, I, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. <laughs> uh, ten out of ten. I wish ducks were real. All right. I, we, we got, I wish ducks were real. <laughs> we got Neki from Donkey Kong. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple of different versions of this vulture in Donkey Kong Country. Are you too young for Donkey Kong Country, Charles? I'm not too young for the Wii Virtual Console. Oh, so I, I, I love Donkey Kong Country. That's like some of my favorite games. Like this is formative for me, playing Donkey Kong Country and going after Neki and, and looking him up in the instruction booklet and reading about Neki. Um He looks like a like he looks like a like a bird, like a proper bird with proper feathers. I think he would taste pretty good. I'm gonna go like seven. <laughs> So whatever you do, it's always five in the opposite direction. Why are you going uh, two? This is a better picture than the other ones. This bird is like mostly head. Um, it also <laughs> looks like a vulture to me, which is like, no, it's actually, it might be a condor. Vultures are just notoriously really gross birds. Um, That's true. Yeah. So I was like, I don't think he looks that good. Except we got Klepto. Klepto, Klepto is the bird uh from 3d mario games that steals things most notably mario's hat oh well what where is this picture from that you have this image is from mario odyssey okay but he's also in like mario 64 and stuff like that right yes okay i mean he looks a lot like neki Mm -hmm. what did you give neki i give neki a two all right i'm i'm gonna go three on this one and see if i if i hit it because he looks a little tastier five i gave this one a five Uh, he does look tastier. Most of the points, though, are from spite because I just don't like this bird, and I would <laughs> I would be glad to be part of the reason he died. Uh, he's always stealing here. Oh my god! Next up, we got death right birds from Elden Ring. These are big, bony, gross. Uh, I don't even know how to describe them. They are bird in shape only. I don't remember these guys. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like they would get along with Shriek. Right, like they'd for be sure. friends. For right, sure. they'd be like we have a share a lot of the same interests, and also like they look like they're mostly made of like ephemeral energy as opposed to like meat. <laughs> so like, uh, 
But I wouldn't feel bad about eating them because every enemy in Elden Ring is horrifying for a million different reasons. So uh, let's go two. Negative 10, Neg- gross. <laughs> Next up, we got the Warhawk from Elden Ring. Uh, if you've never oh. played Elden Ring and you're just listening to this, picture a hawk and then its feet are two swords. And that's what the Warhawk is. hated these guys. These guys are the worst. Uh, but they look pretty tasty. Uh, would not. I really would not feel bad about eating these guys at all because these guys suck. Uh, so let's go six. I went eight. Hey, getting. I, enjoyed it. I the way I see it also is like you kill a bird, you also get two cool little swords. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that you like, can use to to slice the the meat. True. I was thinking of it. It's like the happy meal of Thanksgiving birds. Of like you get a little toy with <laughs> the food. That. The happy meal of Thanksgiving. Oh no! Prinny. Next up, we got Prinny from the Disgaea series. I can't. I like penguins too much, uh, and Prinny is ostensibly a penguin. I gotta go. I gotta go zero for Prinny. I did go zero. Also, Prinny's notoriously explode when thrown, so I didn't. I don't even know if you could <laughs> cook it. I feel like it would just explode in your oven. That's a good point. I guess you're not unless you're throwing it into the oven. Maybe it cooks itself in that case if it just explodes. Oh, I guess yeah. Is there any pretty residue after the? I don't even. Know. I don't know. Next up, we got Songbird from the Bioshock series. I have not played these games. Um, this is once again going off of image and wiki entries that I read. Is Songbird? And I, I know you just said I never played these games. Um, so you, I don't know. I don't think you'll have an answer to this question. <laughs> is Songbird fully a robot, or is he somewhat organic? It's unclear. Oh, okay. So I, <laughs> listener, I, for dramatic effect, clicked and then made a question mark out of 10 appear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They say, it, like, it might be a person, but if it might be a person, might be a bird, whatever it is, it's unclear what the insides are. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to feed my family a maybe meat, you know? A maybe meat. Yeah, Songbird, Songbird was, is a, like, primarily I remember them as, like, just a big boss fight mm-hmm. uh but it songbird was like sort of built up to be something much cooler and villainous and interesting and it's just kind of like a, a robot or like a brainwashed creature that you just sort of fight at some point in the game i don't remember songbird very well there's a, i like i quite like bioshock infinite i know it has this weird reputation these days uh i think that game's really cool uh but songbird i remember kind of being like yeah okay mm-hmm. songbird Next up, we got the MOA, which is a big kind of ostrich-like thing from Halo series. Yeah, I technically, we in theory, we know what this tastes like because they sold the chips, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. never tried them. I never heard anyone say they were good or bad in either direction. (laughs) (laughs) So in the spirit of neither good nor bad, let's go with a seven. Okay, okay. I gave it a nine. I was like, yeah, that seems good. Um, yes, you mentioned the chips. Uh, I pulled up Moa Burger flavored chips. So to be clear, not Moa flavored, Moa Burger flavored Pringles, uh, which Polygon said, quote, I've never found a Pringle flavor I like this much. Oh, okay. Um, so Polygon so really likes Polygon it. Polygon gave a glowing review. To these wavy you know what my favorite chips. Pringle flavor is, Charles? What? plain <laughs> <laughs> that was really good uh i don't know yeah. i don't think i've ever 
in my life found a potato chip flavor that I like more than just like the straight ahead, you know, potato chip, right? I don't know. Is that weird? I don't know. It I don't I don't mean this in a mean way. I don't know how to say this without it sounding in a way. There, it just sounds you say, it that sounds like a very old person thing to say. <laughs> like I just like my chicken with salt and pepper. I don't uh, know what all these other fancy things are. I'm a I'm a diehard barbecue flavor chips fan. See, like I I'll eat a barbecue chip, right? Like I eat all these flavors and I have a I have a great time. What a fun adventure we took down the Moa Burger Wavy Pringles chip avenue but it's like well that was fun time to get back to you know the standard flavor i don't know maybe i'm weird you're an adult i guess but it's like you know you drink cherry coke and you're like well that was fun now but but i mean are we all kidding ourselves here like we got to stick with the regular (laughs) coke sorry 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 sorry. i i mean uh, some people are gonna say you're crazy for saying but yeah yeah i guess so maybe (laughs) next up we got donald duck from the kingdom hearts series and nothing else and nothing else. This was suggested for the record by Marcus, who until his internet wasn't working, I was going to make answer for putting this question on here. Uh, but instead, uh, this is his legacy. So. I mean, there's no way Donald Duck tastes good. He's way too angry and like <laughs> tense to like good meat. Like, there's just no way. He t- two, two out of ten. Six. Was, Charles. He's a, he's a little plump. <laughs> There's a little meat on there. I don't know. That'd be fine. <laughs> Sounds like you're hitting on him. <laughs> Finally, Chocobo oh, from Chocobo. Final Fantasy series. I mean, I bet Chocobos taste pretty good. You know, I would feel bad about eating them, though, because they're like companions. I mean, even the image that you have on screen here for us, he's like smiling. He's like a, f- <laughs> he has such a friendly smile. So uh-huh. I would feel really bad about it. So I'd go like maybe like a three or four, just because I feel so bad about the prospect of it. Hundred out of ten. <laughs> I want to eat a chocobo all day. Wow, did this is like a uh, did not see this coming. This was all. the reason I wrote this is I was like, you know, I would love to eat a chocobo. I feel like they would be delicious. Um, so yeah, that's that concludes our Thanksgiving birds. Uh, let us know if there are any other birds that you think we should eat and if you disagree with any of me and kyle's ratings which always seem to be opposite of each other so you probably <laughs> so, agreed with one of us uh all right so now we got you got throw okay you got you got r.i.p marcus and alex back uh we had a couple of hypotheticals that we were going to throw at each other too um i don't know if you've thought about these too much i i haven't i'm putting myself on the spot with these charles maybe you've had more time to think about it but I, um i don't even know what you're talking about we we were gonna sort of think about video game characters we'd invite to dinner and then video game food that we'd serve at thanksgiving which we covered a little bit here with like you would serve uh chocobo apparently i would yeah (laughs) without any uh shame whatsoever (laughs) yeah well then it's a thing of like do i tell people it's chocobo like, are they just like, oh, this is the best turkey I've ever had? And I'm like, oh, family, family recipe. Put a little, put a little heart into it. You know what I'm saying? The secret um, ingredient is love and um, an RPG adventure. <laughs> an RPG adventure. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll do. Uh, 
I'm trying to think of other food. My go-to like video game food is always the curry and Persona Five. Um, oh sure, something yeah. about the way that's made. Not the way Joker always comes home at the end of the day, and he's just like, you've lived the whole day with him. He's tired. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, you want to make some food? And then he eats it. It just looks really good. And then there's coffee, too. Yeah. But would you invite him? You'd, you'd eat the curry. Would you? Because um, he seems like he wouldn't say much, and he'd be kind of dull. I think right? I think the Phantom Thieves as a whole, they would be fun over for, for Thanksgiving. But just Joker, though? If, if Joker's like, oh, the other thieves are busy, but I'm available. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's a great question. I probably answer this because he's a reflection of you, Charles. That's true. (laughs) I mean, I guess if if he needs a place to go, would I reach out? No. If Joker was like, please let me come over for Thanksgiving, I'd be like, okay, sure. Come on. God, you're so cruel, Charles. Of course I would invite Joker. It's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Why are you being so mean? I really set you up for this. Um, yeah, I'd want, I'm trying to think of, yeah, video game foods. I always wanted to try Lon Lon Milk from mm. The Legend of Zelda. A lot of those Zelda recipes I'd want to try. I want to try sure. that cake that's made of, like, monster essence. That's got to be pretty good, right? Yeah, Man, well. Right? Isn't that what it's called? Because, because the monster essence is, like, like, the other foods in Breath of the Wild Tears of the Kingdom look good. The monster essence is, like, a magical ingredient that makes things previously unedible, edible. Right? Or is that just when you add Something monster extract like to the whatever it is? I have no idea what that tastes like. And I would be curious yeah. to learn. It is the one that I look at that I'm like, I have no idea. Because it seems like anything that you add, if you're adding monster stuff to it, it seems like it would be a bad idea. But then they then you do it and that thing looks pretty good. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. So yeah, that would be pretty good. Man, I don't know. I'm trying to think, yeah, other like really there's like uh you know, maybe some rare candy, just a bowl of rare candy on the table. <laughs> <laughs> now you did mention you interviewed was it Masuda? J- Junichi Masuda, yeah. Yeah. That's a long time ago. And he said rare candies wouldn't taste good. Yeah, he said it would taste bad. He said it would um, taste like dog food. It would be like a human eating dog food, basically. But but what does he know about Pokemon? <laughs> producer of Pokemon <laughs> since yeah. the its inception. Uh, that's nice. a good point. Yeah, so maybe I don't want rare candy. Um, yeah, I, I would. Know. I would still try one. It's, it does so much for Pokemon. Uh, as a newly minted um, uh, like a dragon fan, I've decided at the beginning of this episode, Ichiban seems like a cool hang. Get Ichiban mm. over. Uh, Kuryu, he seems a little more stoic. Uh, of course, I'd invite him because I'm not a monster like Charles. I wouldn't even think twice about inviting somebody. <laughs> wow. To okay. Okay. <laughs> I just don't like people, so yeah, oh, it's not know. it's not specific. It's like that's another that's another food game. That's like you go eat a lot of food in that game. Like you, if you're low mm. on health, you just step into a restaurant, and eat like an avocado burger. Those look pretty good. <laughs> That'd be weird to just have a bunch of avocado burgers on my Thanksgiving table, but you know, I would I would be down for. It's my I'm, dinner. Yeah, I do what I want. Um, uh, I want to invite Carlac from Baldur's Gate Three. Um, she's really cool and pretty fun. And uh, pro- of of the cast of Baldur's Gate Three, definitely is the one that's most like consistently pleasant to be around. Like other people character? are like, what was that? Which character was the most consistently pleasant to be around? Carlac. Carlac. Okay. Uh, everyone she's she's just kind of like a jolly nice person 
Um, I feel like other like Gale can get moody. He's like fine. Um, Will kind of the same way. Shadowheart, I feel like is not nice in general. I mean, maybe eventually, but Carlac <laughs> is the one that's like she can come. She's inviting for sure. All right. I'm trying to think of other. I've, I've kind of like now I'm in a 2023 sort of thought process. If anyone from Resident Evil 4 would come, they could all come, of course. Uh, Ada would just like disappear halfway through and everyone would be like, where did Ada go? <laughs> um, and Ashley is definitely going to be at her dad's for Thanksgiving. That's she just has to be hanging out with her dad, the president, of course. Luis, I think, would be the best uh, Thanksgiving guest. He seems fun and energetic and eager to help uh, anybody for any reason, mm. which was is kind of his... Uh, his downfall ultimately <laughs> uh yeah uh charles just uh before we move on to housekeeping are there any uh, gaming related things that you're thankful for this year again i'm, I'm sort of putting you on the spot um i one thing i'm thankful for is the small download size of nintendo games i don't know how mm. they managed to do that but <laughs> every game is like less than 30 gigabytes which is uh lovely in the face of call of duty which is like you know thirty thousand gigabytes or whatever i don't even know i was gonna say that's a really good way of you took a thing i was like actively unthankful for and you're like (laughs) what's the nice side i'm glad that some people have have small downloads yeah yeah well it's yeah it's it's pretty much nintendo exclusively (laughs) like they're Uh, the only (laughs) one I I am thankful that we have shifted largely to rechargeable controllers. It was always okay. a thing yeah. bothered me growing up of like having to switch out the batteries. You haven't used a controller in a while. You don't know if it's dead. And then you try to use it because like the fourth person comes over for Mario Kart. And it's like, ah, oh, I can't use this controller. Your remote's dead. Um, that's just that's just a nice thing. I, I appreciate that, especially when you can plug it in like to the console like i remember i was a xbox 360 xbox one player and then i got my ps4 and i was like oh i can just i can just set it on top of the ps4 and it'll charge it and then i never have to worry about it so yeah i guess the one thing about the ps4 stuff is like i always like struggle to find that cable (laughs) (laughs) mine's just always in it uh, I guess that's smart. I don't know. I just didn't want like an ugly spaghetti string hanging out in front of my console all the time. This is, this is the difference here. If I was, what, 19 in my college dorm room? Oh, right. There's, there's ugly spaghetti all over the place. That's that's your primary diet. Yeah. Exactly. One thing I'm not thankful for is with the batteries, my three my Xbox Series X controllers will be, I'll like start it up and I'll be like, hey, by the way, your, uh, your controller is almost dead. And I'm like, okay, great well i'm just gonna keep playing until it actually dies so i don't use it and then it's like i play like for five days and i'm like you're giving me this alert like way too early like, yeah give me some time here but um i don't know if that, i'm not thankful for that i'm the opposite mm-hmm. of thankful for that so <laughs> i'm thankful for like playstation plus games so that's still a thing i feel like uh they're to be clear like the monthly playstation plus games right um i feel like there's a lot of shifting to like subscription models and stuff, which is all fine and dandy. But it is really nice. Like uh, a few weeks ago, like a month ago, I don't know. I don't know time. I was like, oh, Alan Wake 2 is coming out. I should play the first Alan Wake. Oh, I own it because of PlayStation. They just gave it to me. And I feel like that happens all the time. Um, It's just a nice, nice thing to have. And then if I remember correctly, you were like, yeah, this game's okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I bet the next one will be great. Did you play? Did you end up playing two? I did. Yeah. My my take on Alan Wake two, my Alan take two, if you will, is love it. I loved the package. Like I loved the outside. I love thinking about the game as a concept. I think it does a lot of aesthetic things better than any game has ever done. The literal experience of playing it, I was not always like into. Like I wasn't crazy about the combat. Um, I think like the actual beat for beat what the story is wasn't like crazy interesting to me. I kind of guessed one of the early twists or one of the later twists pretty early on. And that kind of like took some of the wind out of my sails. But like some of the live action stuff in there and just the way that like it's all presented, I think is like second to none. I just wish I felt as crazy about playing it as I did like some of my other favorite games. Gotcha. Hey, I don't know if you read my review. That is basically exactly <laughs> how I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking, what were you talking about earlier? Oh, Resident Evil 4. And you were like, oh, I wish I could experience what everyone else experiences. That's kind of how I feel about Alan Wake 2 sometimes. Where yeah. Like, oh, I just, everyone loves it so much. I wish I loved it as much as they did. <laughs> you know? I think, I but think it's for like, life. for certain people, there's different parts of a game you value differently in your head. Right. And yeah. I think like, it, yeah. there's definitely like, a version that like that aesthetic is so so good that like the fact that i don't know the gunplay i don't think anyone would say like the guns in alan wake are the best guns in any video game ever even people that think it's like a 10 out of 10 game they're just like that's kind of irrelevant to the reasons i like it yeah um, oh that's that's totally fair yeah yeah I, mean, I have a lot of i'm i'm on that i'm that way about a lot of games where i'm just like ah, that part of it i don't really care about. yeah who, and who cares about it? yeah uh, let's do a little housekeeping here before we uh, wrap up the show with a, with a couple questions. Of course, you can get single issues of Game Informer magazine uh, at GameStop stores. And you can also go to GameStop.com slash Game Informer. And uh, it's like a Game Informer page, and there's like a bunch of our reviews at the top and stuff. But if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see where you can buy uh, single issues of, I believe, everything that's available at this point. We are going to be announcing our next cover uh vamp 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 i think in uh two weeks uh in two weeks i think um i'm, I'm not gonna say the exact date because i'm not sure exactly uh but early early december uh we'll, we'll have uh, we'll have a new issue to share which which is exciting um and of course you can uh follow us on twitch.tv slash game informer uh we play we stream stuff every friday uh, the week you're listening to this, which is the week of Thanksgiving, we will not be streaming this week. Uh, but Marcus and I, we finished the NeverSoft Spider-Man game recently, and we're going to play something new. We haven't decided yet. We're going to figure that out. Um, and of course, did I say of course already? I think I just keep saying of course. Like, of course you can buy single issues. It's, of course you can follow us on Twitch. One of those words, you just keep just keep using it. <laughs> yeah, X, Twitter, Facebook. We're on Threads. We're on Blue Sky, TikTok, all those places. Follow us there. You can listen to our other podcast, uh, Game Informer's other podcast, All Things Nintendo, with host Brian Shea. I think I don't. I'm gonna be on that show soon, talking about Ocarina of Time, which is a very important game to me. And of course, shout out to. Matt, a.k.a. DJ Stormageddon, who edits the podcast for us here at Game Informer. He does great work, and he has his own podcast, uh, Fun and Games, and the the Reignite podcast, which I I, I could be... I believe it's like a Bioware-focused podcast. Is that right, Matt, listening to this? Maybe he can fix it in post if I if I mislabeled the, 
<laughs> we'll hear a, a Matt voice come in and say, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, you got that right. Matt here. That's right, Kyle. Uh, all right, let's do a couple questions here uh, before we call it call it a podcast here. Um, and, of course, you can ask us questions by joining our Discord. Uh, you can also send emails to podcast at GameInformer.com. But I will admit, we do, we do check Discord uh, more readily. And if you're not a part of our Discord, the easiest way to do that is to subscribe to our ch- Twitch channel. Even if you just subscribe, like, you know, for a month uh, to our Twitch channel, it will get you entrance into the Discord channel. Um, and if you need some help with that, you can email Alex Van Aken. His email address is pretty easy to find if you're if you're if you're running into any hurdles there. But we want you in our Discord channel. It'll be great in there. All right. First up, uh, let's see. Will Grimm on Discord asks, which video game world would be most enjoyable to live in, with the caveat that if you moved in, every single character and NPC would be removed. It's just you and the friends slash family you bring with you living in that world. Yeah. My my first Whoa. instinct was to go to somewhere luxurious. Like um I'm tr- I don't like going I just went off the top of my head and because it's like I'm playing it I've talked about it a lot in this episode. Like a Dragon Gaiden has this uh facility out in the middle of the ocean that's called the castle and it's like this really luxurious resort that has like pools and all kinds of cool stuff on it. And I was like, oh, maybe that's where I go. But, like, part of this question, that removes all the staff, you know? Which would make it, like, then you'd have to maintain it yourself. True, and it's true. a big facility. <laughs> is it all living things? Or is it just... Let's see. Uh, if you moved in every single character and NPC. So, like, animals would still be there and st- stuff like that. So, my answer, my answer then is pretty obviously Pokemon. You just want to go want be in the world of Pokemon. Yeah. Now this does mean finite amount of pokeballs. Oh, I suppose. Right, because they they're, are manufactured. They're created. Um, but I feel like if you sort but, of if you just dropped into a Pokemon world, like there would be enough for a lifetime just around, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Is there a specific one you'd want to live in? I think Unova comes to mind specifically because there's a really there's some really nice beach towns in that game where like if i was just gonna relax and hang out then that's where i would go if Um, that's the case there would also be a big empty city you might are you can are you are you discounting sun and moon here which ostensibly takes place in hawaii (laughs) Ooh, uh that would be nice i think i i well, I don't know. I don't know where in which location I have more favorite Pokemon. I guess also if I'm in the Pokemon world, like these are all just continents. So if I just get a Lapras, I yeah, can go wherever true. I want, yeah. really. Yeah, and I guess, you know, yeah, you probably wouldn't really miss people, ultimately. <laughs> I mean, I bring yeah, like a family, enough. but every, every Pikachu is a new person. There you go, exactly. Uh, let's see, Zach E via Discord. I've got Thanksgiving in my, on my mind, so bear with me. Based on games released in 2023, what games would you correlate to your Thanksgiving meal? You know, turkey stuffing, side roll dessert, other, etc. Example, Baldur's Gate 3 is the meaty main course of 2023, so it may take the turkey spot. So you have to sort of arrange some games as like, you know. Okay, okay. Like my main course would be Zelda, I think. That's my turkey. Mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate 3 would be the dessert that looks really appetizing that I just don't have room for. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm. You know, it's like. 
that's a good that's a good <laughs> metaphor it's like it's it. that apple pie but it's like oh, i'm already i'm full and i already ate a piece of pumpkin it's like you look really good i mean you know actually maybe even a better one would be like a type of pie that i don't particularly like like a rhubarb pie because so i'd be like i know people love you and i i tried <laughs> you but my mind has not changed it's just not clicking with me rhubarb pie i'm sorry <laughs> uh. I feel like I think I think Zelda is also my Turk. Really? I thought your turkey would be Baldur's Gate for but, sure. But so I think the turkey is what I came here for. Uh at my Thanksgiving though, we also often have ham. Oh, same. I think Baldur's Gate is the ham. Where I'm like, I came over the turkey, I'll try some of this ham. Whoa! This is the best ham uh, I've ever had. I see what you're now saying. Now I don't even know if I ever want turkey again. Turkey got you in the, the ham door, is so good. Is what you're saying. Exactly. Right. Oh, that's good. And we all knew turkey was gonna be good. There's no one's surprised that that was like the main thing. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Zelda's my choker. <laughs> um, my baked <laughs> maybe, chocobo has been in the oven for six hours. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah, I cocoon. I think would be a nice stuffing because it's just this nice little side dish that you can get through in a couple of hours. Um, like what's a good, what's a, a cranberries would be something like a sweet kind of really like a nice online multiplayer game you know maybe like uh i i didn't really play it but um gosh what is that multiplayer beta that was really popular we've talked about it on the show the finals the finals right it's just mm-hmm. this nice sweet you throw it on top of the stuffing you know for just this little extra zing you know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then it gets taken away halfway through dinner <laughs> and you're like is it coming back <laughs> and they're like maybe at the game awards we'll bring it back we'll, we'll see <laughs> yeah uh, I think I would put uh, Ghost Trick Phantom Detective as like some something like a green bean casserole or something. Something right. that I would never really be interested in. And people are like, it's been there. Like you could have had it whenever. And this is year I tried it and I was like, oh shit, this is great. I love this so much. Um, but it's not, it's not like a new great thing. It's always been there. And I'm, I'm the only one that's freaking out about it. Oh, that's I like that. That's good. Or like a good, a nice bottle of wine or something yeah, you know? yeah yeah it's like no we've been drinking this thing it's it's getting better with age it looks better <laughs> than it ever did this? yeah yeah <laughs> no i think that's perfect i like i like the green the green bean metaphor i like that a lot um gosh yeah no i don't i think i think that i can't think of any other any other good fits there uh legend of gamer 102 vo discord via discord says let's distract uncle bob from his political tirade what game are you introducing him to on thanksgiving I guess there's a couple ways to approach this is like, do you want just the most distracting game or is this like introduce someone who's maybe doesn't usually play games, an older gentleman who likes to talk politics at Thanksgiving, what video game would get their attention? You know? Cause I think, I think if we're distracting him, mm-hmm. I think I throw on WarioWare smooth moves. <laughs> Wait, yeah. is it called smooth moves? It's or move it. God, what is move it, it is this yeah. one. Yeah. Because I think that I don't think you can look away from that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's 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 got to be something that is both attention grabbing and attention holding. Like it's gonna you're gonna stop whatever you're doing, and go over there, but then also be like, I don't know, like come on, I could do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The other the other the other avenue of like, do you want to introduce this person to? video games is maybe you throw on red dead redemption 2 and then after the opening cutscene concludes you're like by the way this was you thought this was a movie uh, my friend this is a video <laughs> game you have control over that character 
those look like people. This guy, this man got talks like I do. <laughs> this guy's got some good opinions. I'm gonna He's got some plans. Biscuits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are good answers. I feel like I don't have, uh, really have uncles that are interested in video games. I had one, one like Thanksgiving, or it was like some family meal recently where my cousin that likes video games wasn't there, but my uncle was there and my grandma was there. And they're like, oh, uh, and and they like know what my job is like. Oh, yeah, I heard about this, uh, this one, like uh, the Civil War game. My uncle's like, oh, this is what it's called. And grandma's like, yeah, that's it. Charles, have you played that game? I'm like, no, I'm sure, no. It's, good. I'm sure it's good. <laughs> Next time I see Henry, we'll have, I'm sure we'll talk about it. But, uh, A Civil War game. He's real into like RTS military historical stuff. Okay. I'm trying to think of a. I don't know if there was a recent Civil War game. Definitely, definitely wasn't recent. Also, it's not oh, okay. not a criteria. This cousin care. He has like like, I think he just leaves his computer on, but like two thousand hours in like a Total War game or something like that. Oh, like, he is so so into it. Hey, he likes what he likes. What can I say? Uh, last question here from Chain Whippin on Discord. Are there any video games you're thankful for beyond just the normal? Hey, that was a fun time. I guess I don't know. I guess this applies across the board. I thought maybe they just meant like for 2023, but just games you're thankful for. I mean, I would my favorite games of all time, right? I'm I'm forever gonna be thankful that Ocarina of Time exists and uh, Inside. You know what? A, what a perfect little game. Uh, I'm so grateful for it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. I'm sure I could think of a better example if I like thought hard enough. But just like I feel like there are some games where I you finish them and you're like, I feel like this changes like where, where I feel like there's some games that are formative where afterwards it's like, oh, man, I can't believe I was like playing Pokemon for so long. Like, obviously, that's the thing I care about. And other stuff where like as soon as it's done, um, I don't know if you ever played to the moon. Uh, no, I, I'm familiar with it. And it's one of those that's like, you know, forever on my backlog. Uh, but yeah. if I'm being honest with myself, I'll probably never get around to playing. <laughs> yeah. I played it once on the 4th of July. I, like, didn't want – crowds, like, stressed me out. It was a thing. It was, like, I didn't want to go. So I was at home by myself the evening of 4th of July as, like, a 16 or 17-year-old. And yeah. I just got to the moon on sale. And I played through all of it in one sitting. And I was like, whoa. Like, this is a – that's like a very vivid memory I have. I was like, I am thankful that that game existed because it gave me, I don't know. It gave, it gave it me that memory, things. which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of this year, I was thinking um, of games I was like sort of thankful for. And there's a couple that was like, one was like Pikmin 4, which I'm, I'm thankful that I got put on that review. Cause I don't know if I'm, there's a chance I might not have played it otherwise. And I was like, I really love this game. And I'm so glad that I got like, sort of like, professionally obligated <laughs> to play it you know and then i had another one that was like whoa long fallen dynasty which was one that i really i think i i did a new gameplay today episode with wes not really following that game just it's like oh it's another from inspired kind of game and i didn't realize like how sekiro specifically inspired it was mm. and then i i watched wes play it for like 10 minutes and i was like oh uh, I'm gonna play this like for sure, <laughs> and then I yeah. ended up playing it and beating it. Um, which is like, uh, you know, 
our time is limited in such a way where it's like, I got to be picky about which games I play on my own time. And Woe Long ended up being one of them. And I was like, ah, that was cool. I'm glad I, I'm glad I actually took the time to play through that because I really enjoyed it. Jusant, that's another one that I had kind of written off. Um, not because I thought it looked bad or anything. It was just like, there's a lot of games coming out this year. I don't know if Jusant's going to make the cut. And then I was like, you know, from everyone here on staff and also in other places was like, it's really good. And it's also not very long. You know, it's a very moving singular experience that you can get through in a couple of hours. And I'm grateful that I took the time to play it. Cause I did end up really enjoying it. Yeah. It's always, I, it feels it's, it's good to like video games, obviously. <laughs> yeah. There's a thing where like you have to play them all the time of like, Oh, I really should play this game. Cause I'm supposed to. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, like I really want to keep playing Baldur's Gate three. No one told me to, I don't have to, I just really like it. Yeah. It's a weird thing specific to us. I think where it's like, you do hit that some, like me, like, like a dragon. I have yeah, no yeah. professional obligation to play that game, but I was like, yeah, I want to see what happens. Let's just play. Imagine this. I'm going to play it for fun. <laughs> can you even imagine that? Uh, but anyway, that's a Game Informer show for this week. A somewhat shorter episode. I hope you don't mind. But, you know, you've got something to listen to on Thanksgiving. I hope you have one AirPod in, you know, well, and no one's really paying attention. You have your AirPod strategically placed on the ear that's, like, not facing your family while you're listening the, to this. The hair's down. Yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. you've got your hoodie pulled up. And, you know, you're listening to us instead of your Uncle Bob who's talking about some political thing and you're like can you we just go play WarioWare? you know that's like <laughs> what, yeah so uh anyway thanks hey thanks for um we're not at the end of the year yet but thanks for all your support to to game informer and um we got some exciting stuff coming up we have the next issue coming and i think i think we'll have something i don't know like we i can at least tease we've got something big that we're excited for for game informer that's that's overdue that'll be coming in, in a few weeks i think maybe even sooner but um, yeah, thanks, Charles, for this uh, two-person episode. I appreciate you taking the time. Well, I'm I'm thankful that I was here, and I'm thankful uh, for the time that we got to spend with Marcus and Alex before they couldn't show up today. <laughs> and most importantly, I'm thankful for listeners like you. Well Not put. you, Kyle. The, the audience. I'm a, I'm listening, so that you know, counts as something. But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you next week, or you'll hear from us next week. Bye. Yeah.